Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. This is Christina Jolly. And if you happen to be watching me on YouTube, I am actually in the most comfortable state that I'm in. I love wearing a cap and t-shirt. And um, today I just decided to come to you um, as my true authentic self. And um, I really want to continue this series on seasons. And I want to talk today. It's going to be a little personal. Um, because I want to share a story with you, which I've shared before on a previous podcast, but um, I think it really fits into what we're talking about when we talk about the seasons that we're in. And um, it just really got to me thinking, I didn't write a whole lot of notes, but I have in my mind what I want to discuss with you today uh, in this particular podcast, um, because we've been talking about seasons and how there is a time and a place for everything. That's the uh, base scripture of Ecclesiastics 3 and 1. And today I thought, man, I really think that it is very appropriate for us to talk about what happens when there's a shift in a season that you didn't see coming? When it's something that you would have never thought you would have to face, when you thought, hmm, everything is going great, and then all of a sudden there's a shift and there's a beginning of a new season, but you didn't see it coming. You, um, it oftentimes comes with maybe feeling very overwhelmed and I'm talking about maybe there is a health diagnosis that you've been given. It could be a loss of a loved one. It could be um, an unexpected um, breakup, maybe a divorce, maybe a relationship with a friend. It's something that you just didn't see coming, that no matter what, you wouldn't have been able to prepare for it. And so today I wanna to take you on a journey of um, a very unexpected season that happened about 11 years ago and um, it was something that I never would have thought that I would actually have to experience nor was I ever even ready and sometimes when I think about it I think about man I just sometimes I still don't understand you know and so um, uh, go with me on this uh, quick story but uh, 11 years ago, my brother-in-law, Paul, he is married to my oldest sister, Karina. We lost him suddenly. And I'm talking about within a 24 hour time period. And mind you, he was not sick. He was not ill. He lived a pretty healthy life. Um, he was full of life, full of laughter, full of love and on fire for God. And so if you would have told me that we were gonna lose him, I would have never believed you. And uh, mind you, all of this took place, I just happened to be at a conference uh, for a board that I was sitting on at the time in Austin, Texas. Now that's about, mm, I would say maybe three and a half, four hours away from my hometown. And um, I remember getting a call and um, I don't remember who called first, but I remember talking to my younger sister on the phone and she basically told me that he was not um, feeling well, that he had gone to the ER. And um, my sister can be a little dramatic, my younger sister. Now this is not his wife. Um, and I just kind of brushed it off, you know? I just kind of was like, okay, well just keep me posted, right? 
And so I did that. And then um, maybe, I don't know, maybe a couple of hours later, or I mean, it maybe it wasn't even that, but I remember getting a call from my daughter's dad and he and I were, and we're still very extremely close to this day. And um, when I got a call from him and I could hear in his voice that this was something more serious than what I had anticipated. And um, he was really trying to be really wise and careful with the words that he was saying because he didn't really want me to panic. Um, but basically he said, you need to make your way home. You know, whatever it takes, um, the sooner that you can get home, the better, because this is pretty serious. And um, I'm, I'm about to go and pick up our daughter from school. Now, my daughter was a junior in high school at the time. And uh, he said, I'm going to go pick her up. And mind you, I'm trying to take in all this information. And I'm just like, what is going on? Like, what can be so serious, right? And um, I remember just going to um, the people that were hosting the meeting. And um, I just said, I, I, there's been a family emergency and I need to go. Um, I need to leave. Um, I apologize, but I really need to get back home. And so they understood. And so on my way, I was, you know, headed home and I just kept getting phone call after phone call after phone call. Like, how far are you from home? When we, when do you think you'll be here? And, um, I mean, I was driving as fast as I could. And, um, and so I just kept, I prayed, of course, reached out to some people that I was really close to, asked them for prayer. And I just went home and I don't even really remember the way or the drive home, um, but I went straight to the hospital and um, I uh, went as, as soon as I got there. Um, I mean, there was so much of my family obviously already there. People that were there that I had no idea who they were. And um, I remember seeing my sister. Now this is her husband and she looked like she was such in a daze. Talk about dazed and confused. She was truly, truly dazed and rightfully so. And so I get there and I'm like, you guys tell me what's going on. Like what, what happened, you know? And basically he had gotten uh, like pneumonia and his lungs were full of fluid and they had pumped him with um, major antibiotics and um, they basically were just, you know, he was sedated. And I remember going um, and they said, do you want to see him? Now he's in ICU at this point. And I remember seeing one of my aunts, my favorite aunt. And I remember her saying, my family calls me Tina. I remember her saying to me, Tina, you really need to pray. Go in there and pray. And so when I walked into the room, my brother-in-law, Paul, was lifeless. His whole, um, his body was extremely cold to the touch. Um, he was obviously not awake, not responsive. And I remember walking in there and I can honestly tell you, I remember feeling the pressure of prayer. Like you're the one that's gonna bring him back to life. It's gonna be your prayer. Now we had other people praying, and so I walked in there, I laid hands on him and I prayed. And um, I just, 
I, again, I'm I don't I'm like in a daze. I'm still like, what is going on? Like, how did this happen? And uh, again, all of my family, rightfully so, is falling apart. And you have a lot of people giving my sister advice and their opinions and what she should do next. Mind you, he coded um, and they brought him back to life several times. Um, and basically, when it came down to it, the medical uh, staff and the doctors basically came to my sister and said, you need to make a decision. We can't keep bringing him back. Um, it, I, we just can't continue to do this. And so she was just um, not sure of what she should do next. And um, and again, lots of opinions, lots of people in her ear telling her what she should and should not do. And so I just remember thinking, oh gosh, like, man, you just gotta, God, you gotta come through here. Like, um, I wanted it to be a miracle saving moment because there was a lot of family members at, at that time who were not um, walking with God. And I wanted God to come through because I wanted God to get the glory. And so long story short, she basically decided that's it. If he codes again, don't bring him back. And I know that that was not an easy decision. And let me tell you, my brother-in-law was not only a brother-in-law to me, but really a brother to me. Um, he helped me on so many things. I was a single mom at the time. And uh, we had our thing where we would do my yard together. He would um, do the weed eater because I hate the weed eater. And um, I would mow the grass. And that would be our time to just kind of, you know, talk. And I didn't have um, somebody that I could call on except for him. If something was going on in my home, like something not working right, my AC, um, whatever. I would call him and, you know, he would advise me. He would come over. Um, at the time, he and my daughter were extremely close. Um, he was taking her to work for me because I was working um, full-time in ministry at my church and he would take her to work. And so he played a vital role in my oldest nephew and my daughter's life, like a father figure was at every game, was at every school performance, um, would take them fishing, would take them to overnight trips, out of town trips. I mean, just talk about being an uncle that really just took that uh, role um, very seriously. And so to lose him was something that was gonna definitely shift and it was gonna start a new season in our life but we weren't ready. And, uh, you know, we went through the whole thing of the funeral and I was there for my sister. And um, the whole point of me telling you that story is I'm so grateful that my faith was not only tested during that time, but it was also increasing because I could have easily been bitter I could have easily turned away from God. I could have easily been stuck in what ifs. And I honestly, I chose to really just trust God. I chose to believe that I don't understand this God, but you do. I chose to think, man, Lord, like, what are you doing here? But I chose to say, 
God, you know better. Like, you already knew that this was going to take place. And so, I want to read to you in John 16, 33, because as I was thinking about preparing for this message and sharing the story, I uh, found this in the, um, it's the Passion Translation. It says, and it, and everything I've taught you is that you, is so that the peace which is in me will, will be in you and give you great confidence as you rest in me. For in this unbelieving world, you will experience trouble and sorrows, but you must, must be courageous for I have conquered the world. That's John 13, 33, and that's out of the Passion Translation. So God's word clearly tells us that we're gonna have trouble in this world. There's gonna be things that we just don't understand. It's an unexpected health diagnosis, a loss of a loved one like I just shared with you, maybe an unexpected divorce, or even an unexpected um, loss of a friendship, right? And so I just really want to encourage you that no matter what is going on, we have to trust in God. And the way that I chose to look at that entire situation was knowing that my brother-in-law, he served his purpose here on earth. Yes, I would love for him to still be around. We have a lot of little kids in my family that, oh my God, he would go crazy over them. But all I can say is, God, there was a reason for that. And I can say at the very end of his life, oh my goodness, he was so on fire for God. He had just attended um, like a men's retreat uh, within the last couple of months. And um, he was one of those people that was just a good guy, an all around good guy. And um, he, uh, he, he was just one of a kind very loving very um respectful and um he treated my sister very well you know and um i think a lot of times when things like this happen with an unexpected shift in a season there's a lot of different ways that we can really just try to process everything and i have some family members who are still trying to process everything and uh live in the what ifs live in the woulda coulda shouldas and all i can tell you is that i'm not a better person for choosing the way that i decided to look at things it's because i relied on my faith in god i just was surrounded at that time with really really strong faith leaders who were praying for me who had showed me um to really lean on the word of god during a hard time and a hard season and um, it's it's never an easy thing and again it doesn't necessarily have to be a death of a loved one it can be an unexpected breakup like i said you know something that you just didn't see coming and um, all i can say is you have to rely on god and my spiritual mother always says god's been to your future and he says it's good and so today as at the very end of this month, we're about to mark 11 years my brother-in-law has been gone. There isn't days that I don't think about him. There isn't days that I don't think, man, um, I would love to call him. 
Like, I would love to just pick up the phone and tell them what's going on. Uh, yeah, I still have those days. But all I can tell you is that I relied on my faith. I relied on God and his word and uh, chose to just put it in a box of, I do not understand. I do not understand and I don't have the answers for it. And I also want to remind you that, you know, when you have questions and you're going through something that's really difficult, God can handle your questions. God can handle your doubt about like, where are you God in this? You know, God can handle all of those things, but we have to bring it to the Lord and let him know. He knows, but he wants you to share it with him. He wants you to share your burdens and your concerns with him. God's word also tells us that he's close to the brokenhearted and he mourns when we mourn. And so even though it's not an easy thing, whatever um, unexpected shift in a season that you may be experiencing, I want to give you hope today. Knowing that God is by your side, he is such a good God. I think, I think my brother-in-law was like 41 years old. I think, man, I had him in my life for almost 20 years. And in that time, we laughed. We had a good time. Um, he was there for me and my daughter. And, um, you know, he helped me when, you know, there was some times where I couldn't figure something out. You know what I mean? He gave up his time, his energy, his money. And um, I'm thankful. And I'm grateful for him. And the impact that he had even on my daughter's life today. And so no matter what, my friends, whatever it is that you're going through, whatever unexpected season shift that you may be experiencing, I want you to know that God is good. He's close to the brokenhearted. And he has come to overcome this world. And your troubles, yes, they may be for a season, but you're not gonna they're not gonna last, and you're not always gonna stay there. So that's what I wanted to share this week. I pray that this blessed you. I pray that you shared with a friend. Somebody's going through like a hard time trying to figure out like what's next. And um, again, with God by your side, all things are possible. So with that being said, I want to share with you also too that I am offering one-on-one -on -one coaching. Um, if you are dealing with self-doubt, if you are dealing with unworthiness, people pleasing, pleasing, lack of boundaries, a lack of, of vision, I'm your life coach that can really help you to get past all of that. You know, once we really truly embrace our identity in Jesus Christ, there's just a shift in your mind when you truly believe that God is the one who says you are enough, you are worthy, you are more than a conqueror. When God says all of those things and you start to really just let that sink into your heart, there's just a major shift, my friends. So if you go to ChristinaJolly.com, you can sign up with a, for a free um, call with me, a discovery call and um, get on my calendar, my link is there. And I would love just to explore and hear your story of, you know, what is it that you're dealing with and how I can help you, how I can serve you. So if that speaks to you, go to my website, christinajolly.com, set up a call with me, and I'd love to chat with you further. So until next time, my friends, God is good, and you are blessed, and it's gonna be a blessed, blessed week. God bless you.